You may have heard some chatter about a Freedom Phone, $500 handset that supposedly focuses on free speech and privacy. There's so many red flags that we have to recommend avoiding this device. Let's break it down. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Joining me again to discuss the Freedom Phone is CNET phone expert and fellow Lego enthusiast, Patrick Holland. Welcome, Patrick. Greetings, greetings, my fellow brick brother. <laughs> so you were on yesterday to talk about the Galaxy A52, which was a decent $500 Android smartphone. And today we're talking about a different $500 handset. Tell me about this Freedom Phone. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we're <laughs> laughing because it. It. I think you got to look at it as the whole thing and then as two things. And if you look at it as a whole thing, it's a $500 phone. It's on pre-order now. And there's virtually nothing we know about in terms of specs and other features that we would normally spend probably this whole podcast talking about. Then there's the other side of it, which is the name, Freedom Phone. And uh, its tagline is that it will prioritize free speech and privacy above anything else. It's backed by a self-proclaimed Bitcoin millionaire named Eric Finman. He's funding the phone and he claims that it's Freedom OS, so it's not iOS or Android, will protect your privacy and that the App Store is uncensorable. That's the word he uses. And the App Store is called the Patriot App Store. So uh, there's a lot of big claims. Um, a lot of this is tied to the second part of the phone, which is clearly uh, it's tied to politics. Right, right. And we'll get into what we're going to try to stay away from taking any political sides in this conversation where we're trying to be Absolutely. objective about this. Um, but let, let's, let's dig into the device itself. Like we'll, we'll try to kind of go into this the way we did yesterday with the A52 with the caveat that we don't have a lot of information. The, the site does not offer a lot of details on this device. Um, in fact, I, I think it's safe to say that if you go on their website, which there is one website for Freedom Phone, there are no joke, 10 different buy buttons. So 10 different buttons you could press to buy the phone. And those buy buttons outnumber the amount of technical details about the phone. Right. So uh, we know there's a <laughs> lot missing in terms of the information on this phone, but a lot. what what do we know about this? And you talk a little bit about the, both the information that is supplied on the site and also some of the other reports and the other reporting that has been done around what this might actually be. Yeah, so um, on the site, there, there are a, a few technical details. We know it has a six inch screen. Um, and looking at photos, it looks like there are multiple cameras. Um, I counted four, and uh, there's no claim to what those cameras are. Um, and also, curiously enough, the, uh, the phone has a SIM card tray. It's a dual SIM card tray, two physical SIM cards, which is a rarity these days. And it includes expandable storage, which is something a lot of flagship Android phones don't even include. I got most of that information just from the photos. Um, as far as some of the other claims, there are other journalists, other publications, and security experts who quickly saw photos of this phone and what it did and uh, discovered that it looks exactly like a Chinese phone called the Umidigi, um, and it's called the Umidigi A9 Pro. And this is a Chinese phone that runs Android uh, you could buy them in bulk, and each phone is about $119. And if you're doing the math, that is about four times less the price than the $500 Freedom Phone. So a lot of people speculate that the Freedom Phone is nothing more than this Umidigi phone 
that's rebranded with custom logos and branding. And that's what they do. Umidigi specializes in making custom phones for different companies um, and repackaging it and selling it. Yeah, it's been well reported that you know if you want to make a phone, I mean, you personally could go to Shenzhen. Mm-hmm. If you knew the right folks, the right companies, they can build you a phone on spec uh, and, and sell it to you wholesale. That's, that's what they do. It looks a lot like that's what's happened here. We don't have any confirmation, right? We haven't actually talked to the creator of this company, right? Uh, we haven't, but I would say this though, we've reached out to him. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very hard to get a hold of, by the way. Uh, there is a single email contact on the website that uh, I've reached out to, as well as um, he does have a Twitter. Eric Finman does have a Twitter account and I've reached out to that and I have not heard anything back. Also, uh, we do not recommend buying this phone, but I bought a phone. Um, it's supposed to arrive in August uh, and I look forward to testing it out. And the phone enthusiast in me wants all these things to work the way this man is t- saying it will. Um, but there is a lot to be skeptical about, to say the least. Right. And one thing I want to dig into is the security aspect of this. Because when anytime anybody promises a phone that's supposed to be more secure than what you can get from, from some of the big players, you know, I, I, my ears perk up. And I get a little bit, you know, I get extra skeptical. There have been a number of phones like the, like the black phone. There have been phones that were secure phone that have, there were security professionals who went in and actually built phones that were, you know, designed to be encrypted and secure. And that was their, their purpose. We don't know much about this um, Bitcoin millionaire. We don't, he's not much of a track record, but I mean, talk a little bit about like what, if anything, they, they say about, the security they'll provide on this phone. Absolutely. And um, just uh, in all sense of fairness, there is a promotional video that Eric Finman made uh, launching the phone. And you can find that on, um, I found it on his Twitter account. I'm sure it's on some of his other social media as well. And in that, um, uh, (laughs) there's lots of American flags. Uh, There's uh, lots of quoting of what freedom of speech is. Um, and I say that to frame the next part of this. So the name of the operating system is called Freedom OS, and it has a security privacy guard called Trust. And this is what he says about Trust. With tools such as Trust, you are in control of your apps, what they can do whenever you want. Trust will help you understand the security of your device and warn you about possible threats. He also says that the phone won't track your apps, won't track your keystrokes or your location all great claims, all amazing claims. I want this to be true, but he does not go into any detail or even general detail about how any of the security features work, how any of those tracking, um, I don't are the tracking things being blocked. Um, and he also says that the phone is made independent of big tech companies. Um, and yet, as we are finding out that the Freedom OS might just be a version of Android and a reminder to our audience, Android is made by Google, who uh, would be considered a big tech company. Yes. Um, th- there are questions about the, the app thing because it comes preloaded with a couple apps and we can run through those. But uh, I guess the, the bigger question is if you are a standard consumer who wants to have or a standard person who just wants to have the, the apps that they know and love from their iPhone or Android and have it here. There's that Patreon app app store that they have. And there's no indication that any of these other apps, your standard apps, right? Like a Microsoft Word or um, I don't know, Google Maps. It's unclear if any of those apps would actually be available on this app store, right? Absolutely. And I think that's part of the confusion for a lot of us is uh, if you look on the website, there's icons for apps 
like Parler, Newsmax, OANN, Rumble. Uh, there's the DuckDuckGo browser, uh, which, by the way, on iPhone and Android, it, you can use this already. Telegram. So yep. a lot of these apps are apps that have been involved with some kind of controversy uh, earlier this year. Um, but yeah, they don't talk about things like Microsoft Word or Acrobat Reader for PDFs or social media apps or dating apps or video game. Like That's not very clear. And the other aspect to the as Patriot app store. So it's like, I uh, think a, a play on the word Patriot store. Uh, but it's also, they don't explain a little bit like how things are handled in the sense of like technical, like IP tracing, web cookies, or like mm. other tracking tools that are on all electronic and phone devices. And then the last thing about that is the security and upgrades. I mean, whether most people either have an Android phone or an iOS phone, I mean, when's the last time you've not gotten an update? You get them all the time on your phones to um, sometimes a security update or it makes your mm -hmm. phone work faster or something like that. So none of those things have been defined or, or clear. And I, I will talk a little bit about the uncensorable store or the aspect of that. Yeah. It's not clear uh, how that exactly works. They say they won't ban apps. So does that mean... Um, there's no protections against apps that will have like illicit criminal activity or hate speech or graphic and sexual material, even pedophilia. Like, where is that line? Um, I, I, is this like a 4chan situation where everything and anything pretty much is allowed? Um, that makes it a very different kind of device. Yeah. Yeah. There Again, lots of lots of questions. Uh, I will just know that it, it got attention because it's, it's sort of been um, it's been promoted by high profile conservative figures, right? Some folks have actually endorsed this phone, correct? Correct. And uh, I want to be clear on this. There are claims that uh, some of these figures um, who are um, uh, very much public about their alliance to like political conservatism um, and the MAGA movement, um, that some of those people get $10 per phone that they recommend. Um, I've not been able to verify that a couple of other publications are making that claim. Um, but again, the, the, there's so many red flags with this, even if you are excited about a phone that has all these amazing protections and somehow at $500, um, uh, Finman claims that this phone uh, rivals and is competitive with other, with the best smartphones out there. I don't see it in anything. I don't see it in the photos. The design has a like a teardrop cutout for the front facing camera, which is something we saw a lot in budget phones in 2018. We don't see that uh, in phones these days. Uh, most phones have a, like a, a hole punch cutout, right? So especially flagship phones. So at least in terms of the physical phone picture that we've seen, um, it doesn't look like a flagship phone. And you tie that back into um, the conservative branding and messaging. It really does seem like it's aimed at people who are upset uh, that Twitter and Facebook banned uh, former President Donald Trump uh, during the January 6th um, uh, riots on the Capitol. Right. And I think our, our you know, sort of take on this and, and Patrick backed me up is ultimately, regardless of your political views, this is a phone that you should probably hold off on buying until you know at least folks like us get a chance to actually test this to, to test the claims to see if they hold true because there are a lot of red flags and there just isn't a lot of information on this phone, right? Yeah, I mean it comes down to very much that um, we have a new phone company that's never made a phone before making huge claims, charging what would be much less than a flagship phone, half the price, and saying it's going to do 
all the things a flagship phone does and more. And then it looks exactly like an uh, Android phone uh, that costs $120. Yeah, there's lots of reasons to be skeptical. Don't put your money toward this. Yeah, well, there you go uh, from Patrick Holland. Don't put your money in the Freedom Phone yet. We will try. We will test it out. If we get the phone, still unclear whether or not we'll actually get the phone. But if we do, Patrick will put it through its paces, and, and we'll, I'm sure we'll have an update. And Roger, can we put this in too? I mean, if um, anyone from Freedom Phone or if Eric Finman, if anyone is listening, we would love to talk to you guys. We want to get to know more about this phone, how it works, and share that with readers. A lot of people are curious about the phone, so um, that's an offer we want to make. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Patrick, thanks for your time. You can check out his story on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge. Sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening. <laughs>